Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host here as always with my incredibly talented and sometimes funny co-host, Donna Lee. But always spending your money. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Donna is our uh, practice administrator here at NAU Urology Specialist. This is a men's health show, in case you tuned into the wrong show. Mm, But we answer some women's questions. That's right. And we have Uh, lots of women listeners. And if you're catching this on the podcast, good for you. That's right. Whoop, whoop. Across (laughs) the world. Across the pond. I'm a board-certified urologist. This show is brought to you by the practice that I started in 2007, NAU Urology Specialist. NAU was North Austin Urology, but we've branched out. That's right. We had to cover all of Austin, though. That's right. So we're in Austin, South Austin, Round Rock, Dripping and Springs. Dripping Springs. How do people get a hold of us, and how do they make an appointment? You can call us during the week, 512-238-0762. You can call us on the weekends. We just won't answer, but we'll call you back on a Monday. Our email address is armormenshealth at gmail.com. Our website is armormenshealth.com. And uh, please keep sending your amazing questions. We've been just inundated with the most fabulous questions. We really love our listeners that are uh, not only in the uh, Austin area, but uh, we have patients or you know potential patients and listeners that listen to us in Brenham. We get uh, podcast listeners all over the country. We get, I do probably weekly, I do a different kind of remote telehealth kind of consultation on one of our, our various services. And, and mm-hmm. people fly in from all over the country to get treatments like high-intensity focused ultrasound, mm-hmm. things related to erect shockwave and prostate artery embolization these are things that you can't get you know anywhere and a couple of things you can only get here that's right we specialize in being holistic and having so many options that the patient feels really comfortable with sitting down and discussing all of these things with our providers I think people may not even know what that means but it, it, it here's the difference the difference is is that uh, if you have urinary urgency and frequency and you go to a traditional urologist office you're going to leave with a pill but if you come here a pill will be offered but various surgical procedures that may work can also be offered. Supplements. And then we can change your diet. Mm-hmm. Change your diet, offer you supplements, give you advice on how your gut health might affect your urinary habits. And then we have pelvic floor physical therapy. So we go, mm-hmm. We, I think that we go that extra step, that extra step beyond to try to give you more than just kind of the run-of-the-mill answer to your problem. For sure. I always wondered when I started, you kept saying holistic and I couldn't, I couldn't connect holistic and urology together. But now I get it. You're That's taking right. every approach possible before surgery. I'm pretty sure that website is still available because people don't <laughs> usually put those two things together. Holisticsurgery.com. Holisticurology.com. I think (laughs) there's some holistic surgeons out there. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) And and an area that requires a special kind of touch, a more holistic approach, Mm -hmm. is what I call the young man's urology game. Wow, what a nice segue. We I, have some young men who listen. Yes, we do. I, I think that our that the target demographic that we get on the radio is probably a little older of a man. Right. Urology encompasses problems that affect young men all the same. That's right. And when you're young and listening to the show and send us a question, we're gonna that's gonna be high on our radar. And why that's important is because you could have the same type of complaint, the same thing. But if you're twenty or you're sixty, it means something completely different. Right. Oh, my gosh. We've got two really amazing questions. So if you have a 20-year-old guy coming to us with erectile dysfunction and a 60-year-old guy coming to us for erectile dysfunction, our approach, our treatments, what we're concerned about are completely different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because with the 60-year-old, you're like, well... No, 
We're never like yeah, that. Good I'm luck. like, no, that is not true. <laughs> that kidding, is you, Donnelly. That is me. I'm like, go away. <laughs> no, we are like, when you're 60, we're like, all right, it's time to get that love and feeling back. We got to get some blood flow to that penis. And when it's the 20 year old, now you're worried a lot more about psychological issues. You're worried mm-hmm. about underlying, really significant metabolic issues. Mm-hmm. And we take, you know, any young guy that comes to us with erectile dysfunction, we take that super, super serious. Well, I have a question for you. Let's see. From it. a young man in his 20s, he starts off with, he's, he has this recurring sexual health issue wondering if we can help I've been having intermittent but progressively worsening low libido issues since probably a month ago I want to fix it but that doesn't translate into my physical desire to have sex over the past few months there's been a pattern of very low libido for a few weeks it magically returns for a few days then it disappears again for several weeks seemingly disappearing for a longer period each time this gentleman is um, a healthy 24 year old lives with his girlfriend we had a very healthy and sexual relationship for the first year of our relationship but since moving in together this past year, the desire from my side has become much more infrequent. Uh-oh. My life is pretty low stress being locked down with the previous, obviously with COVID and our snowzilla that happened. I have no major stressors to mind to what could be causing this. He went to a doctor, was prescribed vitamin D supplements, which he's been taking for a couple of months. This improved his mood, but not his libido. He said, my suspicion is that the issue is psychological. Oh, just like you said. Having been in lockdown for much of the past year... With just my girlfriend, I can understand this is probably causing a little bit of issue. But despite this, I can't find any explanation for why my sexual desire has fallen off. That's a great question. So just to summarize, what we have is a young guy. Mm-hmm. He's having intermittent libido, meaning it goes up and goes down. Mm-hmm. And then the times that it's going down are lasting longer and longer. So when I describe libido to a man, whether it be young or old, Mm-hmm. I talk about the different components that can go into libido. The first one is psychological. But when we talk about psychology, we just don't we don't mean were you abused, is your relationship not good, or is there some something of that nature? We can also mean neurotransmitters. So, depression, which can affect all of us in lockdown, mm-hmm. anxiety can affect us. In fact, nothing makes an erection go away more than getting scared, okay? Mm. You know, that's an example of like the most most uh significant anxiety uh, event you have which is to get you know somebody shouting boo at you you don't like you know <laughs> pop, pop one up you know it, it, that adrenaline rush actually causes your erections to go down so that we, makes sense. if you're living in a state of constant stress you know even low-grade stress whether it be not being able to do what you want or or, or having s- some type of stress uh, related to illness it can cause your erections to not to not work as well mm-hmm Another cause is going to be something to do with your hormones. And hormones do have a cyclicality to it. They can go up and they can go down. They can go up and go down during the day. They can go up and down during the week or the month. And certainly um, a hormonal cause could be something that can reduce libido. In young guys, I worry about this hormone called prolactin. 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 Okay. It's made by the pituitary gland in the brain, mm-hmm. and if it's made, if you, if that pituitary gland makes too much prolactin, it can cause a significant drop in the libido. And there is some cyclicality to prolactin release, so we would mm-hmm. do some hormonal tests there. That's an easy blood test, right? It is an easy blood test, mm-hmm. and it's an easy treatment too. You take oh. like a pill a week; it's easy. Okay. And then we have the chicken and egg phenomenon. Right. The chicken and I egg. love it when you talk about this because it makes so much sense. The chicken and egg phenomenon is what came first, erectile right. dysfunction or libido? Mm-hmm. And this has to do a little bit with people not understanding what the words mean. When we talk about libido, we mean sex drive. 
Mm-hmm. And when we talk about erections, we mean your ability to obtain and maintain a rigid erection. Now, older guys will often say libido, but mean erections. Right. And younger guys will often say erections, and they mean libido. Oh, my. So, but, but sometimes we, we, we think that we have a low sex drive because we have poor erections. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we have poor erections because we have a low sex drive. Right. And so that, that's something that we do spend a lot of time kind of trying to parse out, you know, in the practice is, is are you having an erectile dysfunction issue? Is that what's leading to libido? So uh, we discuss psychology. We have a sex therapist on staff to mm-hmm. deal with these psychological issues. Mm-hmm. We talked about hormones. We have a multitude of ways of both evaluating and treating hormonal abnormalities. Then we talked about um, plain old erectile dysfunction. And it's easy enough to give, give somebody a pill. But if you're 24 years old and you went to the doctor and they gave you a pill for erections, then you need to fire that doctor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, that is... Because that, that can hurt you long term, right? It can't hurt you long term, but that's not right. I mean, did nobody ask why does this 24-year-old have these problems? Right. And then I'll get to this final point here, which um, may or may not be the case in this, in this patient, but I see often. That he doesn't and that's, like his girlfriend. And that's a condition called sexual aversion <laughs> disorder. Oh. And so... There's some aspects of this that can be where you just become increasingly less open to being touched and sexually like stimulated. There's another version of this, uh, which is not the same term, but it's kind of like a pornography addiction disorder. And hmm. so that's when guys are like so turned on by pornography and visual stimulus that they have a very hard time oh. of getting turned on by the, the real thing, which is, oh. you know a huge uh tragedy right you're right. looking at the thing you're looking at the porn because you don't have a girlfriend now you got a girlfriend you're like but she's still not looking at the, the porn still looking at the, at the porn <laughs> porn's bad yeah hot porn's bad i think that's why my wife always watches men who are cleaning the kitchen on commercials with like this <laughs> wonderful <laughs> that's her porn <laughs> oh man look Amen. at that guy he's cleaning the kitchen mm, look how we wash that dish <laughs> look how we wash that dish watch him fold that towel slowly if you have young man urology problems and you want a different take you come and see us donna how do they do that they can call us at 512-238-0762 you can check out our podcasts wherever you listen to free podcasts and our um, website is armormenshealth.com our email address is armormenshealth at gmail.com thank you so much thank you dr mystery email him at armormenshealth at gmail.com 